Hi, I'm Esti Hershkowitz, and I'm a tour guide in Israel. Today we're learning together Yevama Kuf Bet 102 from Mizrahi's Daily Dose on the Daf. We've arrived at the nuts and bolts segment of how exactly does the ceremony of Chalita take place. It says in Devarim 25, Pasuk Tet 9, She takes his shoe off his foot. Na'al is shoe. But just as often when discussing Chalitza, the Mishnah uses the word sandal. And the Rambam, Maimonides, in his Hilchot Yibum Vachalitza uses the word minal interchangeable with nal and sandal. This, there is a very specific sandal crafted all of leather with straps and holes for them that is used for the ceremony. Every Beitin should have one because it's so specific and detailed and exceptional. But the truth is very few Din did have one because the incidence of Chalitza was so rare. So we don't have an example of this very specific shoe which was described as probably a heeled sandal. We may, however, have a glimmer of an idea of what footwear at the time did look like through archaeological findings. At the foot of Masada, the 2,000-year-old desert fortress, archaeologists found a sandal in the Roman camp. This is the famous Sandal HaMisumar, the sandal worn by Roman soldiers that was forbidden by Chazal to be worn by Jews on Shabbat for a few reasons. One of them, learned in Masechet Brachot, Daf Samech, 60, was, Why is a sandal with nails in the sole forbidden on Shabbat? Some say fear of the Romans who wore them caused miscarriage in women. The Jews hiding from the Romans in a cave heard the, si- the sound of a spiked sandal atop the cave. They thought that their enemies had come upon them. They pushed one another and killed one another in greater numbers than their enemies had killed among them. Josephus, the historian of the time, also asserts that the Romans and not the Jews wore this kind of sandal. In fact, by the International Convention Center in Yushalayim, B'nyanei Ha'uma, remains of a tenth Roman legion outpost was discovered, and it has a footprint of a sandal with nails embedded in the earth. Another sandal was found near Jericho, Yericho, in a cave that was used by Jewish fighters during the Bar Kokhba revolt in the years 132 through 135. And this one did have nails. The fighters probably were mimicking the Romans to show strength, because usually Jews did not wear a sandal mesumar. In the cave of letters, Ma'arata Igarot, in Nachal Hever, in Ibar Yehuda, the Judean desert, a pair of women's sandals were discovered, also all leather, also with some straps. One of them was examined by an orthopedic specialist who judged that the wearer must have had a limp. That's pretty cool, but it's a woman's sandal, not a man, so it doesn't help us understand the construction and style of the Chalisa sandal. Rav Yosef Henkin, who was the director of the nonprofit Jewish Relief Ezra's Torah organization on the Lower East Side in the early 20th century, worked very hard to arrange chalitza ceremonies for widows who immigrated from Europe, getting difficult to obtain visas for the Yabam brothers who remained in Europe. Especially after the Holocaust, when chalitza complications arose, as many widows had no information on the status or whereabouts of their brothers-in-law, Rav Henkin was instrumental in releasing many of these women from their uncertain status, thus permitting them to remarry. He actually had a Minal Chalitza in his office. By now, it's about 110 years old. In today's world of shoe fashion, it's very stylish to wear a strapped sandal. In the early days of the State of Israel, the fashionistas of the time actually designed a sandal to replicate the ancient one. It was called a sandal tanachi. So even in shoe fashions, we hearken back to our history. Although the chalitza sandal is not the one we want to mimic. In this case, we go for the biblical instead. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.